Yeah, we serve a mighty strong God. That's Stephanie Summers with J.J. Hairston here on the Sound of Revival. Good morning, friend. You've come across Victory 91.5. I'm Quincy. This is Q in the Morning on your Friday. Love the opportunity that I have each morning to be here with you and worship the Father in music, the Word, and prayer. It is a wonderful privilege to be part of the Victory family. Hey, let's go into Titus 3. And uh, verse 5 says, He saved us not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He washed away our sins, giving us a new birth and new life through the Holy Spirit. <laughs> that's, uh, that's shouting words right there. And Kavan of uh, Grace Gang, he said it like this just the other day. He said, on paper, I didn't qualify, but God let me in anyway. So let that take the pressure off. There's nothing you can do to earn God's righteousness. Jesus has already done it. You just have to believe, accept, and walk in. This new birth, this new life. And let the Holy Ghost do the rest because of what Jesus did. We can't do it because he's done it. Amen. Yeah, when you're leaning on those everlasting arms, yes, it feels, it feels less like anything this world has to offer and more like living in him. Amen. That's uh, Matt Marr here on your Victory 91.5. Leaning is the title. It's a new take on the, on the old hymn. Leaning on the everlasting arms. And of course, going back to the, the hymn, it says, what a fellowship, what a joy divine, what a priceless gift. God, I'm yours and you are mine. Let my restless soul be still and know I'm leaning on your everlasting arms. It's, it's a great privilege that the God of the universe would want, first of all, to be with us at all, but to say, here, lean on me. I've got you. We don't have to walk in what this world has. We can rest in what the Father says. Even when the enemy is whispering all the things that he tries to deceive the world with, you don't have to take any of that because the devil's a liar and God is our provider. Let's lean on his everlasting arms today. Let's rest in that. Let's take joy in that. Amen. Hey, we're going to pray here in just a little bit at the top of the hour. We're going to be in Luke 13. Going to talk about being planted and bearing fruit. 
So make sure you stick around with us here on the Sound of Revival. Looking forward to our prayer time together and worshiping the Father throughout the morning. And Q in the mornings here Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, and on Saturdays, 6 to 12. Love getting to hang out with you here on Victory 91.5. Community-supported, listener-funded, Victory 91.5. Thank you for listening in Atlanta and North Georgia, over the air, and everywhere at victory.radio. Of course, the uh, More Music app is another way that you can be on with us, and we thank you for that. You can even tell Alexa, play Victory 91.5. We're so thankful for the platform the Father has given us to worship Him together. This is Q in the Morning. I'm Quincy, and just have the ultimate privilege of being able to minister the gospel in this way. And one of the things we do here at Victory that I'm sure you've caught on to by now, but if it is your first time, every hour we intentionally come before the Father in prayer. We bathe every hour of time on this network with prayer. And we're so in awe that God would allow us this privilege. I'm going to go into Luke 13. You know this one as the parable of the barren fig tree. And now we're going to start in verse 6. Then Jesus told this story. A man planted a fig tree in his garden and came again and again to see if there was any fruit on it, but he was always disappointed. Finally, he said to his gardener, I've waited three years. And there hasn't been a single fig. Cut it down. It's just taking up space in the garden. In verse 8, the gardener answered, Sir, give it one more chance. Leave it another year and I'll give it special attention and plenty of fertilizer. If we get figs next year, fine. If not, then you can cut it down. <laughs> Are you being fruitful? Are you bearing fruit? Or are you just taking up space? Now I'm thinking about this in my own life. Casual Christianity is not gonna cut it. Actually, Scripture says that that mindset will get you cut away. And he gives us time. He gives us grace. But at some point, those fruits of the Spirit, they have to be there. They ha we have to bear fruit. Father, we want to be firmly planted in you, absorbing the light of your Son and being watered and nourished by your Holy Spirit rooted in your word, bearing fruit only of you, God, not of anything this world tries to plant or graft in. You are worthy of our praise. You are our great provider. We love you, Lord. There is such joy and peace in you, freedom in you, God, knowing you are our Father, tenderly 
pursuing us with your love, showering us with your grace and your fresh mercies each morning, God. We want to bear fruit that is worthy of being called yours. And you call us by name, God. We love you, Lord. We ask all these things and we proclaim your promises and declare this day to be a fruitful day. In Jesus' name, amen. Kingdom Come, Rebecca St. James on your Victory 91.5. This is Q in the morning on a Friday. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. I am Quincy, and this is uh, this is the privilege that I get to have. We get to have all kinds of fun. Of course, we worship the Father in, in song, as we were just doing. We get into the Word, and we get to pray, and, well, sometimes we get to have just a little fun as well. And uh, if you haven't been around for one of the Over the Edge segments here on Q in the Morning, this is uh, an opportunity we have to, well, just go over the edge. It could be a story from outside the mainstream, uh, something funny, a world record, or, well, things that just make you go, hmm. <laughs> well, this one is interesting because it's an Indiana museum that announced that they had finally solved a 50-year mystery of a safe in one of the rooms there in the museum in Indiana. And uh, this is the Roofmere Museum in Elkhart. The safe had been there since before it opened in 1973 and uh, had not been open for years longer than the museum had been in operation. And they had become an attraction for the museum and everything and people trying to figure out the safe because it's been sitting there unopened and can't figure it out. Well... The combination of the safe was finally found with help from a former resident of the property. And it, uh, this person, uh, his name was Bob and his daughter's name, Kathy. They figured it out. They opened the combination. And after 50 years, they figured out what was in the safe. Drum roll, mystery revealed. It was uh, it was one sheet of paper and it was insurance information. <laughs> The quote from the museum said, sadly, the money was long gone. <laughs> After all that time, they thought, ooh, what could possibly be in this safe that's in the wall that hasn't been opened since before 1973? They finally crack it, and it was an insurance document. <laughs> well, sometimes those mysteries just need to remain mysteries. I wonder how many people still go to the museum thinking, well... If, if the document, if it wasn't money and jewels and stuff in that safe, maybe that was the draw. Maybe that's why people went. I don't know. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that's over the edge. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I hope you did, too. Hey, we, uh, we've got coming up in just a moment. We're going to jump back into an anointed set of music, and that's Thrive Worship, Stillman, and so much more. Here on the Sound of Revival, we can have fun, right? Joy of the Lord and all of that. Hope you're enjoying Q in the morning. Even when I'm caught up in the shadows, your light leads me home. That's Stillman, as promised, with Home here on Victory 91.5. You know what else is home? Is the presence of God. And we do that by getting into prayer with Him. We're going to be praying at the top of the hour again here in just a little bit, but 
wanted to tell you about a, a quote that I love from Smith Wigglesworth. And he famously said, I rarely pray longer than 30 minutes, but I never go 30 minutes without praying. Man, First Thessalonians 5.17, he takes that one and puts it right out there for you. Of course, most translations put that as pray without ceasing or pray continually. You know, we have to define prayer differently when we really think about that in context because in our Western churchianity, we've started to look at prayer as these specific times that we have this specific thing we have to bring to him or this list of things to bring to him. And while, yes, he says, bring me your heavy burdens, bring me your cares, and even Jesus says, anything you ask of the Father in my name, he will do it. But there's so many times that he just wants to hang out with us. We want to speak with him or just listen for him to speak in the secret place, in those times of just intimacy with the Father. You know, our dependence on Jesus is not so much about how long we read our Bible or pray in one sitting, but rather how often we invite him in to our daily routine. It's the best habit you will ever form, making him more and more part of your day, your every encounter, your every move. It's all his anyway. Ask him what he is doing that you can be a part of. Change the way you think about what prayer is. It's not just the pre-planned sections of time that we set aside. We need those, don't get me wrong. But let's look at prayer as without ceasing as a conversation with the Father. He wants those with us. So yeah, I don't pray often longer than 30 minutes, but I rarely ever go 30 minutes without praying. It's a powerful thing to keep in our minds today. Talk to the Father. And guess what happens after that? If you're spending that time talking with Him, listening to Him, you start acting like Him. You start loving like Jesus. That's what we have to do. Those are those top two commandments that Jesus said, remember? He said, love God as he loves you. And, you know, love people as he loves them. There it is. Coughlin on the sound of revival. I'm Quincy. This is Q in the morning on Victory 91.5. It's a Friday. Congratulations if that's what you've been counting down to. <laughs> oh, it is a good day. Every day is a good day in Jesus. Amen. This is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. You know, we all know the verse from John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. But I'm telling you, 
when you start thinking about really laying it out, what it is that the Lord has done for us and why he is the Savior of the world. I like 1 John 4. And uh, we're going to go to verse 9. And it starts like this. It says, God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. Yeah, sounds a lot like John 3.16, right? Well, verse 10, this is real love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Dear friends, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. No one has ever seen God. But if we love each other, God lives in us. And his love is brought to full expression in us. And God has given us his spirit as proof that we live in him and he in us. And then in verse 15, it says, All who declare that Jesus is the Son of God have God living in them, and they live in God. This is so good. Verse 16, we know how much God loves us, and we have put our trust in his love. God is love, and all who live in love live in God, and God lives in them. And as we live in God, our love grows more perfect. So we will not be afraid on the day of judgment, but we can face him with confidence because we live like Jesus here in this world. Such love has no fear because perfect love expels fear. If we're afraid, it is for fear of punishment, and this shows that we have not fully experienced his perfect love. And I'll stop at verse 19. We love each other because he loved us first. Doesn't that sound like something you want to be a part of? This is a, a time that we remind ourselves that we need a Savior. Now, if, if you have never accepted Jesus as your Savior, I'm going to have you pray this prayer with me. But even if you have, or maybe you need to rededicate, you can pray together with us and declare these things every day. God, have mercy on me. I understand that I'm a sinner. I am unworthy in myself. Today, I accept that Jesus is my Savior. I repent of my sins. I accept that he died, was buried, and God got him up from the grave on the third day for me. To eliminate my sin. To give me his relationship with you, God. From this day on, I live my life for you, God. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Today and forevermore, I declare in the name of Jesus that heaven is my home and I am yours, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you just prayed that for the very first time, or if you're praying that as a rededication of your life to Christ, please reach out to us at victory.radio so we can celebrate with you 
And also, if you're looking for a church to belong to and attend in your area, we can help you with that as well. And it's so important in these next steps as you have just come to Christ to get yourself around other believers that can encourage you and disciple you as you grow in this journey. Father, we thank you today for this new family, for those that are even coming back to you, God. We know that we're not worthy in ourselves and we declare that Jesus is Lord and we are part of your forever family. We're thankful that we get to represent your kingdom, God. Guide us through your Holy Spirit in our encounters today and every day because we want to reflect you. That's what Jesus did when he was on this earth. He always reminded people that he was pointing back to you and we're supposed to live like Jesus. So we want to reflect you, Father. We thank you for your goodness and your mercy. We thank you for your unending love. We thank you for your strength and your peace and for your joy. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, Danny Koki, we know what the truth is. God is good all the time. Yeah, say it with me. All the time, God is good. I'm Quincy. This is Q in the Morning on Victory 91.5 on your Friday. So glad to be spending time with you. But you know, also what the truth is, is to experience that God is good all the time, to experience that lavished love upon us, is that we have to die to ourselves. We, we can't bring that old stuff into this new life. And our quote of the day today is from A.W. Tozer. And he says, the reason why many are still troubled, still seeking, still making little forward progress is because they haven't yet come to the end of themselves. We're still trying to give orders and interfering with God's work within us. Man, I, I'm actually, I, there's a guy that I got to talk to once on Voice in the Kingdom, and he's a singer and a songwriter, and he was talking about how he had such trouble writing songs when he was trying to do it on his own, when he wasn't letting go, when he wasn't dying to the old self. And then he said he had this brilliant revelation in prayer one time, and he said, Jesus writes the best songs. <laughs> Let Jesus write your story. Let go of the old. Embrace the new. The truth is we have to let go and let God fill us with his goodness, fill us with his love so that we can then pour those things out in our daily lives, in our daily encounters. God is so good all the time, <laughs> all the time. God is good. Powerful perspective there on your Friday from Josh Wilson. The song is called Remember here on Victory 91.5. His faithfulness 
is our confidence. This is the opportunity that I have to ask you what you're looking at. Talking about those social media scrolls again. What makes you stop your scroll, you know? Who are you following that challenges you, encourages you? It's important to know who you're hanging out with in real life and online. So Jessica Miller from The Well, she posted a powerful reminder recently by saying, you can be unwanted by people and hand-picked by God. Man, that powerful all by itself. But then she also put along with two words and a scripture reference. She said, ask Leah, Genesis 29. Now, if you know the story, she was not what he was working for for seven years, but God used her anyway. In verse 31 of Genesis 29, when the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, he enabled her to have children. Later on in the verse, it says she then gave birth to what would become the heads of four tribes of Israel, Reuben, Simeon, Levi, and a pretty important one, Judah. So even when people, even God-fearing people, don't treat you the way you think you should be treated or maybe you don't feel loved, hmm, you can still be mightily used by the creator of the universe. You are hand-picked by God. Don't let the enemy tell you any different. If you hear anything in your head or from anybody that says you're not good enough or that says you're anything less than a child of the one true God, you can say, get behind me, Satan. In Jesus' name, the devil's a liar. You are hand-picked. And his faithfulness, it is our confidence. He's been there. You just have to recall it, remember it. The Holy Ghost will help you with that too. When the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, he gave her gifts. Man. We are handpicked by the Father. When the world says you're unwanted, God says, come to me. And because of Jesus, he sees us as his own. And he is so faithful. He is so good. You are handpicked today. Take joy in that. Take that shot of Jesus' joy and take that as your strength today. Get behind me, Satan. In Jesus' name, I am handpicked. I am a child of the one true King. things. What a savior. What a friend. He is so good. That's Crowder. And God really loves us. There's Chandler Moore on there with him on the Milk and Honey Project. I'm Quincy. This is Q in the morning on your Friday here on Victory 91.5. I thoroughly enjoy hanging out with you.
and pointing back to the Father because He really, really loves us. There's so many examples, so many ways that He shows us in His Word and even today as He reveals things through the Holy Spirit that we get to learn something new about Him every day and the depth of His love for us. Hey, if you just want to say how good God is in your life, make sure to reach out to us at victory.radio. Click that contact tab. There's a message us now button there. You can even call us at 770-781-9150. Or through social media, you can message us on our Facebook page, Victory91.5, Instagram at Victory91.5. We'd love to hear from you. Prayer requests, praise reports, or just a, hey, I'm listening from. We love our Victory family. We love pointing back to Jesus and reminding all of us that yes, God really loves us. Give me a clean heart. Victory 91.5. Yes, give us a clean heart, God. That's from Matt Maher and uh, so grateful for the opportunity that I have to be here with you. We've been pointing back to the Father. We worship in song. We worship in word and we've worshiped in prayer. And now it's time to leave you with just a couple of things. Now I've got a, there's this powerful quote from evangelist Catherine Kuhlman that I've read recently. It said, I have no power of my own. I believe in miracles because I believe in God. So take that with you today. And also a verse, well, verses of the day. Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. The God of miracles, the God that created the universe, you are his, and he is yours. Trust in him. Don't lean on your own stuff or anything this world has to offer. Acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. Nathan's going to be taking care of you here in just a moment. Of course, at 3 o'clock, you've got coffee with Corey. And then Tim Watkins comes along later on in the evening. So enjoy your day with your Victory family. Thanks for hanging out with me this morning. I'll be back again tomorrow at 6 a.m. here on Victory 91.5, the sound of revival.